What is up, everybody? My name is Austin Buckner. Trevor Holder. And Heather Holder. And this episode is all about Star Wars. We figured with uh, Star Wars Day, May 4th, coming up later this week, uh, this would be the perfect time to do a Star Wars tribute episode. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, our favorite characters, our favorite movies, our favorite video games. We talked about characters that uh, everyone hates that we love. Um, it's just all about Star Wars. Redemption, story making, all that. Does anyone else, like whenever, ever, whenever someone says, may the fourth be with you their automatic reaction is and also, and also with, with you. you yeah i'm not even religious <laughs> fucking hate christianity and i'm like even, yeah even better hello there hello there <laughs> yeah every time like, like oh, yeah. anytime someone says hello there i gotta be general kenobi <laughs> i i definitely have walked into our daughter's room before and i'll just be like hi there and then i'm like no i have to say this right hello there yep so good it's it's, it's great I, I love I love that we're going to be able to pass on these things to our daughter soon, and we I, didn't even mention about how we have already have a lightsaber for her. We already have Grogu, like a hand sketch original drawing of him, uh, a picture of um, uh, Ashoka, and, Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Yep. Thank you, and Bo-Katan, and Bo-Katan now, and like we're we're making her into a little Leia, and, and I can't wait to cosplay that someday. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, so we did run into uh, a family that was cosplaying, and there's two little girls at, as different versions of Leia. One dressed up as uh, the, you know, original trilogy Leia, mm-hmm. and then one as the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi uh, young little child Leia. With and the, it's with her so little Lola. perfect. It was it was so heartwarming to see. To see those little Star Wars families. Yeah. Oh, and having friends that build amazing Mando suits. I think, did we send a picture to the chat for that one? I I'm pretty know. sure we did. Yeah, I'll have to go back and do that. But oh, I, now it makes me want to make a Mando suit too. Perfect. Bucket list items. Perfect. Austin, you need to make one too. Yeah. Yeah. Why we'll, not? We'll just Why Mando. Not? We're just yeah. going to paint it up like, uh, like the character it up, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. With balloons tattoos. Yeah. Oh. That'd be such a cool crossover, though. <laughs> With the it. wilderness patches. Oh, yes. So good. Instead of like a like a bullet. What the fuck's that thing yeah. called? A bandolier. Yeah. Like instead of a bandolier, it's the fucking <laughs> it's patches. The fucking patches. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, sit back, relax, and enjoy uh, this very special Star Wars episode of the Ice Cream Sunday podcast. And may the force be with you. And also with you. you can start what was your introduction to star wars i remember i hated star wars at first really yeah how it, dare you it was because um I, I was a little kid and i remember uh my babysitter um had us over at her house and i'm assuming it was her dad's vhs tape or whatever 
and she threw it on, but I just, I could not care about Star Wars for some, it just, I don't this know. This was original trilogy? Yes. Okay. Uh, like, it just, it didn't look good to me. Like, like I think quality wise, it just looked shitty to me and I was just, I don't care. Um, not realizing the context or anything. Like I can go back and look at it now and be like, yeah, this is great. But, um, I didn't really get into Star Wars until like episode one. So same. I'll get there. This is off topic. Yeah. But you had mentioned your babysitter and it made me think of like when you were a child Mm -hmm. and I wanted to let you know that yesterday, yesterday, as of the recording of this podcast, I saw Angela Johnston. Who's now Angela. Handy. Handy. Yes. She was an exhibitor at Middle of the Map Tattoo oh, Convention. Yeah. Okay. okay. So she was like, it's so fucking weird hearing Trevor's voice on the podcast. <laughs> she goes, he and I used to ride the bus together. Yeah. And now he's a fully formed adult. And I was like, well, yeah, he's 34 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's supposed <laughs> to happen. She, she was like, it's so weird. Like hearing you guys talk about like adult stuff. Cause like, I, I remember she was like, I remember, you know, riding the bus with Trevor and like, obviously her family, and my family are intertwined. I briefly dated her sister. And so like, it's so weird. It's so weird to see her as well. Like she's a fucking she's a little businesswoman now. Like yeah. she has a small business. It's so fucking cool to see my friends like doing awesome shit. So it's, it's funny because I, I don't ever remember having prolonged um, exchanges with Angela, mm-hmm. but it, it's nice to know. Like she specifically is like, I remember this. And like, yeah. it never, it never connects with me like on that kind of thing. Right? Well, I had like, I had friends that I knew were going to be there. Like, like Abby Warner who we've had on the podcast. Yeah. And, um, so I knew that I was going to have some friends there. So I knew that there's people that I had to go see their booths. Sure. She was not one of them. I didn't know that she was going to be there with exude beards. And she was like, it's so weird running into you. And I go, why? She goes, I just listened to your podcast for the first time this past week. That's and I was cool. like, that's awesome. I was like, what episode did you listen to? And she's like, I'm not sure what number it was, but it had to do with sex. And I was like, oh, well, that doesn't narrow it down at all. I was like, the entire <laughs> the entire show for the last year has been mental illness and my dick. Like, pick up an episode. Like, you're you're gonna hit <laughs> you're gonna hit one. Um, going back to Star Wars though, episode one was definitely my introduction. Like I grew with my grandparents. So my uncle, um, my older uncle Shane is 20 years older than I am. Right. So the age that I was when episode one came out is the age he was when the original trilogy came out. So that's his trilogy. And he had like all of the original, um, the all the original toys so he had the little action figures that were probably like two and a half to three inches tall and he had like a is it pronounced at at or atat 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 uh, so he it, had the it, one it, that's like it, it it varies like sometimes people say at at yeah so he had the one that sits like a like a foot off the ground it's real big and like uh luke can repel out of it yeah so it's yeah it so awesome so i grew up with those toys but like I didn't put the connection together that they were from a movie or I just, I'd never seen the movie. You just thought they were some like generic. Yeah. So it's just, it's funny when like his generation has people that are like the second trilogy episodes one, two, and three are awful. They are shit. And they like, they talk so much shit about that trilogy. Cause like, that's my trilogy. 
you know like jar jar binks is fucking adorable he's whimsical like it's you know like i was a kid when those movies came out looking back are they great movies not really but that's my trilogy and i'm sure like when my kid watches uh you know seven eight and nine Mm -hmm. he's like this is my trilogy like i identify with with Ray and I identify with like all of the characters in these movies, but like, and it works out so perfectly because from episodes four, five and six to seven, eight and nine, mm-hmm. that's a 30 year gap. And yep. in between that, they did one, two and three. So it fits so perfectly. Um, like release wise that it, it that's three generations right yep. there. Yep. And it's so good. Um, I remember, uh, I went and saw Phantom Menace with my dad. And I think that's one of many, many things that uh, got us to, uh, like, we bonded over. Um, So anytime a Star Wars movie would come out, like, hey, let's go. Um, I remember seeing episode two and three with him. Um, I remember loving episode one so much that I, uh, while I was living up in Washington state over in Mount Vernon that I had, um, uh, borrowed the, the VHS tape and it was a, it was a two, a two tape movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember borrowing the VHS tapes, uh, from our neighbor who was pretty religious, but they also thought Digimon were the product of Satan. And Pokemon. <laughs> but they are. That's why I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um Yeah, I, I I think episode one, two, and three were probably mine mm-hmm. if I had to. What about you? So surprise, surprise, I did not watch any of the Star Wars movies when I was a kid. Really? Um my parents probably really didn't know about it or understand it. Um, my ex is the one that introduced me to them at the very beginning of our relationship. So that was my first like entry of nerdum, uh, as a late teen. So I, yeah, I enjoyed them from there. And was this ex-husband? Ex-husband. Okay. Yes. I know we talk a lot of shit about him, which... A lot no of it, he des- a lot of it he deserves. It's here or there. But was he kind of your catalyst into a lot of the nerd stuff that you're into now? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I absolutely did not help that. <laughs> no. No. You just kind of <laughs> spring- get rid of it. You mean? <laughs> yeah. No. You just you're like all these nerd things you love. Here's a thousand more. Yeah. So you just fucking Vanna Whited into like the. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yep. Uh, Star Wars was one of the first things. Um. Dragon Ball from the original all the way through GT. Um, the, um, let's see, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Um, all of these things were, yeah, mm-hmm. very much introduced to me in the early years of, of the relationship. So like my freshman year of high school, or not high school, freshman year of college through junior year. Was that guy a pro wrestling fan? No. How did you get... Okay, this is, again, we're veering off topic. How the fuck did you get involved with like knowing literally everyone in the local scene? So I actually knew 
Um, You're like, they, just, I, they saw me at a fair and they were like, uh, well, uh, you have the sickest elbow drop in the world. So <laughs> it was actually before that, that I, um, some, some of my friends in my first Renaissance fair group were part of their local uh, wrestling scene. And gotcha. so because of that, then I got in, invited to shows. Well, um, if, gosh, the year after I, um, I was broken up with, I was leaving Ira Wesleyan and getting ready to start central the next year. I lived in Oskaloosa for the summer uh, and central empire. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so XOW was the oh. other smaller, um, community one. And yes. And then of course, CW and, uh, I ended up having a friend of, uh, one of the Renaissance fair group people, um, living in Oskaloosa and ended up having a room available. So I ended up renting a room from him for the summer and he was part of, um, a duo in XOW and CEW. And do you guys want to go to Atumwa in June? CEW is having their the Bridge City Slam. Bridge City Slam, their biggest show of the year. Yeah. I'd be tempted. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so much fun. I haven't been to a CEW show in years. I haven't been so, in so long. So getting back to Star Wars, it just unlocked a core memory. Uh oh. Before me and Heather got together, but when we knew each other. <laughs> the, the awkward years. <laughs> what was this? So, this is when um, I was dating her roommate at the time, and back when I was with, you know, before I was engaged mm-hmm. to my ex-husband, I went to the midnight release of a small little indie game called Destiny. I remember you were so pumped about that game, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, I I went with. You know, her. Yeah. And I remember sitting there and I think forgive me if I'm if I'm mistaking this. Uh I went with her and while we were sitting in line waiting for the midnight release, she brought her laptop to jump on a game and it was Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Mm. Or the older public. The older public, yep. yeah. Nice the, the 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 MMO. Spatar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spatar. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, think she, I was playing that. Yeah. yeah. She said you got her into that. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. That was yeah. one of the things I had jumped into. What a great game. I was yeah. going to bring that up too. I guess we'll just jump to that topic. Yeah. Um, as far as extended media outside of the films, books or tabletop games or video games, what are other Star Wars media that like is, is among your favorite? Hands down. Um, I, honestly, it's got to be the new Jedi games coming out with um, like Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order or uh, Dude, Survivor Order. coming out here oh, soon. It looks holy great. fuck. Fallen Order. Let's skip ahead to the end of the game. Spoiler alerts if you haven't played it. I it's been out long enough. That game I haven't even played would it, have yes, been <laughs> Chef's Kiss without the inclusion of Darth Vader. But the fact that he's in that fucking game and he is overpowered as fuck is just the minute he shows up toward the end of the game. I'm just like, oh, this is the best fucking game I've ever played. Here's the thing. So that's that's a huge moment in the game, right? It's an an amazing, amazing moment. It was spoiled in their marketing. 
Oh, yes, I remember so that. So I didn't play this game until like a year, two years ago when I got Game Pass. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about it. I, I completely missed all of that marketing. So and, you're very lucky because in they release trailers and you're like, oh, this is about a, a kid that survived Order 66, mm-hmm. grew up, and has been in hiding ever since, right? Mm-hmm. So around the time, like around like the remaining days that it released, they put out a TV spot and they spoiled Vader's reveal by showing Vader in the trailer. Mm. Um, other, okay. So other than, than fallen order and survivor force unleashed. Here's so the, here's the thing. I have not, I still have not played those games, but I I've have, heard they are unbelievable. It's not, it's not Canon, mm-hmm. although it was made to be kind of Canon. Overall, you know, um, Sam Witwer, who did the the um, the mocap, the modeling, mm-hmm. like they modeled the character to look like him, and he did the voice of the character. Right, he has been in more Star Wars content than any other actor that's been involved with Star Wars. He's played. Uh, Darth Maul in uh, the animated stuff. Love me some Darth Maul. It's my favorite character. He Mm. played an uncredited role in Star Wars Rogue One. Specifically the scene where Vader pops up and just fucking kills everyone Mm. in that hallway. You mean the best scene in any Star Wars movie ever made? So he, um, he was the one that yells open fire. And like, yes. w- when you listen back to it, you can absolutely hear it. Yeah, of course. But I don't know. It, it's just cool. I he's amazing in it, like in his overall involvement, and he's done a lot of um, things that really show that like he he cares. So I don't know if you guys remember with the Force Unleashed, at least for the Wii. Do you guys remember what it came with? Mm. It, it came, came with some like came, broken ass like it came with the lightsaber attachments for your Wii controllers. So oh. you can put the Wii remote in it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. As you can see, I have the Force Unleashed. That's cool. Because of that, I still also have not played it. So, uh, the the <sighs> Wii version sad. and the PS2 version are drastically different from like the 360 and PS3 version, and they are bad. I it wondered real bad. I wondered. Um, I don't. I I have a PS3. I don't have that version. I though. loved. I loved uh, Force Unleashed two though because obviously it looked better. It continued the story. There was more to it. Um, what's his uh, Star Killer? Star Killer. Yeah. Um, his name is Galen. Ah. Uh, but um, I just remember when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and he calls himself Star Lord. I'm like, ah, Star Killer. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing though. Episode seven, mm-hmm. they talked about Star Killer Base, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's a reference." Yeah, and then like they came out and said, "No, it's not a reference. It's just coincidence or whatever." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, "But is, is it, it though?" though? Yeah. <laughs> was am I off topic? Did I dream this, or did was there rumors that they were going to tie in and bring in Star Killer into the new like? rumors uh the new games the force unleashed games rumors i was hoping so when um they announced fallen order because or fallen order is what i meant yeah because um 
before they released really any details, they, they showed some screenshots and stuff. And some of it had uh, characters known as Inquisitors, which mm-hmm. were like, um, they weren't necessarily like Sith, but they were... As close as possible. Yeah, right. they were as close as possible. But one of them looked a lot like Starkiller in his um, Starkiller outfit. And, and just for context, in both games you had alternate endings. One mm-hmm. was uh, the light side and then, you know, dark side. Yeah, if you yeah. chose the dark side, you unlocked the star killer outfit, which is where you hunt down other Jedi and blah, blah, blah. Um, So I thought that star killer was going to be introduced and they were going to bring him back into actual Canon. And it, I think it's still possible. I just don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. But fucking give me Cal versus Galen. all fucking Fuck, day. Yes. Um, one thing I was going to mention, and I don't know if it was, uh, off topic or, or what, but, um, the thing that I love about star Wars, and I think that's something that's, that George Lucas, the star Wars universe does really better than any other sci-fi fantasy franchise is I think the, the real key to sci-fi is to build a world that you really, really, really want to be a part of. Or you have to build a world that you really, really, really don't want to be a part of. And there's no yeah. there's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason why like The Last of Us is so intriguing is it's like, I don't want any part of that. Like that's terrifying. And then there's Star Wars where you're like, Absolutely. Yeah, I fucking do I wanna Give me a, do I wanna race like pod racers? Do I wanna use a star a, a lightsaber? Absolutely. Yeah. And feel- like even if you weren't a Star Wars fan. Like if you you don't like the movies or whatever, like every single fucking one of us has picked up a stick and been like, "This is a <laughs> this is a fucking lightsaber." Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. I mean, not as a kid, I didn't necessarily, but as an adult, I still did. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, and I, I love that you mentioned too. I'm gonna jump back a little bit. Yeah. To your conversation, of like the 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 trilogy that mattered most to you, mm-hmm. and you mentioned Jar Jar Binks, and I absolutely love what they were able to do for that actor in bringing him in to the Mandalorian. I was yes. just going to bring that up. That's yes. so weird. Uh, and w- seeing one of the posts uh, was that he made, I think about he was like, he just genuinely had so much hurt from, from people because of how they treated him for his character. He played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, he he was invited to do stuff, and he was afraid about going out on stage because he's like, I like I get anxiety over this because I don't know how they're gonna react to me because of all the hate he got for being Jar Jar. I mean, that dude tried his fucking damnedest to to give the best possible performance he could. And he, do we hate Jar Jar? Absolutely, we do. The, but he doesn't deserve the hate for that. He was doing what he was supposed to be doing. The problem that... Jar Jar's a fucking shit character. The problem I have is... it. Jar Jar is a shit character. But at the same time, it's it's kind of like like pro wrestling, right? So you have fans that were, were fans in the 90s and you were kids. And yep. you saw the Attitude Era as like edgy and gritty and different. You there know, was also a lot of really shitty comedy yeah. in the Attitude Era. So then you fast forward like 
20 years, you know, 15, 20 years, and you see like, uh, I'm trying to think of like an egregious comedy, Santino Morella, right? And he has the the worst Italian accent in the world, and he puts on like this uh, sock, sock, snake. sock snake. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. And you're, you're, you're like, this is fucking stupid. This is the dumbest character ever. And it's like, it wasn't yes, meant for you. you have to realize that at its core, even though grown men love it, at its core, professional wrestling is for kids. Oh, absolutely. And whether you love these these movies in the 70s or not, at its core, Star Wars is for fucking kids. Yeah. And Star Wars is for kids. Star Wars is not for fucking kids. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so when you when you get to the when to come out with the late 90s, when you get to that yeah. second trilogy, it's mm-hmm. like I get that there's a character that you find annoying as shit, but for like a seven or eight year old, like I was he's at that the time, funniest fucking that's thing the in funniest the world. goddamn thing in the world. Yeah, because and, and that's what he's there for. Freddie Prince Jr. said the same thing. Star Wars is for kids. Yeah, and like he he it was in this whole ramp uh, about uh, there being different types of Jedi and like there's the light side, the dark side, and then you got the gray Jedi, which uh, he says. Is fucking stupid. It's dumb mm-hmm. because that is some made up bullshit to to fit whatever you need it to be. Yep. Um, there's no such thing. This is coming from George Lucas, not me. Mm-hmm. And, like, and he went on this whole rant, and it was amazing. But um, Freddie Prince Jr. also really heavily involved with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I did not know that. Oh yeah. I I, I remember those clips. Of him speaking about that, but I just didn't know he was super involved. But he was actually writer, a uh, uh, writer and producer for a bunch of like, you know, not main movie stuff, right. but like this motherfucker has done everything. Yeah, yes. because when I tell people that Freddie Prince Jr. was a writer on for WWE, WWE Raw, yeah. people are like, "The fuck!" And I like, didn't know that yeah, either. Yeah, wow. for a few years. Yeah, he he's, he he's really diversified his portfolio, man. Yeah, he's awesome. way to go. Um, and then the other thing I was gonna uh, now I'm jumping back to the games. Um, with the Old Republic, I loved, like I I love getting to play like characters that are in, you know whether it's canon or not canon characters that are mm-hmm. built for you. But I definitely enjoy like the um the experience like wow and that where you get to build your own character, mm-hmm. customize it for you like you're in the universe. And that's what I liked about the old republic too was being able to do that. So 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 not to not to make it confusing, there uh, the Old Republic is an MMO, which is yes. massive multiplayer online game. And then you got Knights of the Old Republic, which is the single player yeah. RPG. Yep. Um, oddly enough, um, that's one of the big games that I got into um, that, that really helped me fully get into. It. I mean, yeah, there was Star Wars Episode One Racer for the 64. Still fucking top tier. Um, then they had Fucking Race Racer Revenge, which was even better because it was like burnout for Star Wars. Um, but then you got you know Knights of the Old Republic, and what was so cool about that was um, you know Bioware came out with this fucking unheard of Star Wars game that just blew everything away, and then in such a sh- because of that success and. 
they demanded a sequel, and it, I think it was like within six months, Knights of the Old Republic 2 was made. It wasn't great. It it was passable, but it wasn't great. Um, and it was it was kind of a mess. But I think worked. we we would we would regret it if when we're talking about video games, we don't mention the Lego Star Wars games. Oh yeah. Because they're they're brilliant. Are they good? I, I haven't I they're brilliant. I stopped getting into the Lego Lego whatever games after a while. Like because the first Lego game to ever like really ever come out that that started the whole thing was episode one. Mm-hmm. And that was great. I played that shit out of that demo because it was a PS2 game and it was yeah. fucking amazing. And then like after that, it just it they just overdid like the, it. Yeah, it oversaturated. Lego everything. I think when I was young, the game that I put the most hours in was it wasn't the Lego version of it, but just the Star Wars Phantom or uh, Episode One Phantom Menace, the PS One game. I played the shit out of that game. I feel like that was like rid- a ridiculously hard game for it, what it was for no reason. Yeah. Like, game I, for children. I got I got up to a certain point and just could never get past it, so I'd restart it and <laughs> just keep playing it. I had to have help from one of my uncles to get past like the end of it to get past Darth Maul. It was yeah. just it was stupid. Um let's see, what what was another good Star Wars? Um Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Always good. Uh, the, see, the originals, I, not the not the redone ones. Oh. See, I'm gatekeeping myself from playing Battlefront because I'm not a first person. It, gamer but. so so the original battlefront um I, which i think you can get in the store mm-hmm. um the original battlefront was third person and it was great um you could do split screen co-op originally which was a blast uh, i'd spend the night at a friend's just so we could do that um you know they had a twisted metal style star wars game called demolition which is fun um what I liked about Battlefront was they introduced something called Conquest, which was um, a competitive, or it could be a competitive uh, game mode where uh, you had this, it was almost like a game of chess. Mm. You had this map, and you would take turns picking which move to take. And the objective was you are supposed to get to the player's home uh home space on this grid uh but you picked which way to go and that would go into one of the uh battles mm-hmm. and and you just battle it out like a normal game like it usually would uh i wasted so much time on that you did, <laughs> when I, when you said like oh you get to a certain area and a battle would happen it just made me think of pokemon yeah <laughs> <laughs> A wild Darth Vader appeared. <laughs> it's um, there's Jedi Starfighter. That was another solid one. Rogue Squadron was my shit. Speaking of squad- squadrons, mm. there's a Game Pass game called Squadrons, uh, uh, and I haven't played it. The newer one, right? Is it, it not good? I played it. It's it was got short. A, it's it? got a difficult curve to it because mm. of the way you control things. Sure. Um. So rather than have it be like the games that I love, which is like Ace Combat, where, you know, throttle up, throttle down, you had uh, stationary, which you don't go anywhere, mm-hmm. throttle up, 
And then in order to throttle down and, and like, I don't know, go in reverse, you'd have to bring it back to your ship stopping and then hit and then reverse it more. Interesting. It was, the controls were just weird. I don't think it was a terrible game. I think it was not what people were expecting. I always thought a, a cool concept for a Star Wars game was, you know how in the Millennium Falcon, you can you can fly, you can pilot the mm-hmm. the ship, and then in the wings, you have the fucking mm-hmm. guns, mm-hmm. Uh, for lack of a better term. I always thought it would be cool. The pew pews. Yeah, the pew pews. Uh, there was a co-op game where it's like, you, fl- pilot, you fly, I shoot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that would be fun. I didn't... Uh, um, it's possible they may have done that. Oh, really? I, I, I can't remember exactly. I mean, there's so much out there now, but um, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I remember uh, there was an N64 game, and fuck this game, dude. Uh, there's an N64 game called Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire, and I very specifically remember on the on the the picture on the cartridge was a stormtrooper, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, you played as a character named Dash Rendar, who is, I guess, best buddies with Han Solo. Um, and it, you know, it had a great story. Gameplay was decent. Um, I did cheat codes, so like certain levels, um, that, like there, specifically, there was one level uh, where you could put in this cheat code and take control of whatever this Yeti monster was, mm-hmm. and while your guy is sitting at the beginning of the level, the Yeti monster is just walking through, killing all the stormtroopers. So when you actually take control of your dude again, everyone's already dead, and you're just like, oh, yeah. But, but the thing that like fucking made this game suck was uh, at the end of the game, you blow up like a Death Star or something like that. And everyone's like, it was very like climactic where like you playing as Dash Rendar, you blow this up, but your fate is unknown. And so in the books in lore and all of that, uh, you had no idea what happened to him. And they, they're like, did he survive? You had to beat the game on the hardest difficulty, which back in that day, the games that had that kind of thing were notorious for sucking my ass. Um, that you found out that he, yeah, he did survive and like, I don't know. It, it, I think it was just like the difficulty curve really, really was just like, man, fuck this. Is there, so going back to the movies and the and yeah. TV shows, that sort of thing outside of the, the main nine episodes, mm-hmm. what's your favorite like extended universe media? I'll give you an example. Like I, one of my favorite movies. Leave Star Wars out of it. Just my one of my favorite movies overall is sure. Rogue One. That movie was just it was perfect. I, I loved every minute of that movie, and it was a story that's like when I first heard about the movie, I was like, "That's cool." I mean, sure. Um, and then I watched it. and I'm like, "That's amazing." I really like Star Wars Visions just because oh, none of that's canon. But what's Star Wars Visions? So it's like an anthology series. It, it's a bunch of different um, artistic styles. Artistic styles. Oh, is like that, that the one that has like includes like a anime style? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, there's a black on, and like, white. Was this on Disney Plus? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I really like Visions. 
They're coming um, out with a season two. Oh, fantastic. I like oh. I like Mandalorian. Um even if people are hating on the last season, I, I, I'm yeah. still enjoying and, it. And what's really, really cool about when Disney took over for Star Wars and basically wiped all the legacy shit and like, they're like, hey, all of this now non-canon doesn't matter, whatever. And they they specifically stated any media released of Star Wars after the fact, like after that it is all canon. Mm hmm. Um, with the exception of visions, right? Um, what makes it really cool is that in season two of Mandalorian, there's a f- incredible scene where um, uh, Pedro Pascal, uh, Bill Burr, Daddy. I cannot think of this dude's name. Uh, he was in a couple Rob Zombie movies, and um, he was in the Doom movie. With the Rock, I haven't I haven't seen Doom. Oh, uh, okay. Either. So he, I thought he, you said Dune, and I was like, he's a very he's a very uh, he's a very shady, just really shitty person type of character in everything he is, right? Um, but they talk about Operation. Weird. I didn't know they cast my parents in. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing for that. No. <laughs> um, so they they mention uh, an event that happened in lore, which is Operation Cinder. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how Operation Cinder was essentially uh, the Empire was in its death throes. Like this is when they blew up the Death Star and, and the Empire was just like going to shit afterwards, right? So they mentioned Operation Cinder, but the first time that Operation Cinder was ever mentioned was uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two, the the remake. Mm-hmm. And so the story with it that was the first Battlefront game that actually had a story mode, and it wasn't a great story, but nonetheless, um, it followed uh member uh soldiers from the empire that realized oh this isn't great um and basically what happened was operation cinder uh you know was mentioned in in mando and it was a really really cool tie-in to show that like hey remember this thing that you're not so fond of it's still a thing, but overall, everything just blends together really, really well. And I don't know. I, that's one thing I really liked about Mando. I really liked Andor, too. I need to rewatch it. I know. I do, too. Um, because it was it was just a nice like tie-in to another chunk it, of tie time. Tie-in to Rogue One. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. It connects to that story. Andor flew so far under my radar i don't even know what it's about cassian andor um gabriel luna's character in rogue one gotcha oh okay it follows him gotcha um have you watched the obi-wan kenobi oh is it good fucking incredible love it holy shit higher on my list of how much of uh we even got the little the the little robot for our daughter yeah on our from our registry how much of 
young Vader is in the show. He doesn't. Uh, it's you know more than what you would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you'd think they use him as a as a because much like the the actor that played Jar Jar getting his kind of redemption arc within the Star Wars universe, it warmed my heart that. Thank you, babe. Uh, it warmed my heart that uh, Hayden Christensen was involved. Got his yeah. sort of redemption. Yeah, and it, it, what's really cool is um, a lot of like the more mainstream following uh, fans don't realize that Ahmed Best, who who uh, was Jar Jar, and mm-hmm. then showed up in Mando. Um, what they don't realize, he actually played that Jedi in a uh, kid show. And I, I think it was um. I can't remember. I I can't, I can't remember the exact. I think it was like Star Wars Academy or something like mm-hmm. that. It was like I think it was like a game show, but but he was in character and he. I don't know. I just cool tie-in. Is there a character from, I mean, a video game, a movie, a television show that we got kind of a glimpse of? Um, and you want you would like their their character fleshed out a little bit more or expanded? Start I, with Heather. I would love more Darth Maul. We talked about Same. our love for him earlier. Like I would like to know like how he got to where he was mm-hmm. and everything. I um, this is one of my real life applications. I uh, I was in a stage combat class in college. Of course I was. Um, and this was of course years after I've done trends. <laughs> years after I started doing sword fighting. So it was very applicable to what mm-hmm. I did in real life. And of course we were doing uh, features on different uh, stage combat people in in the profession. And I got to do a presentation on Ray Parks. Nice. Fuck. When did episode Amazing. one come out? Was that 98, 99? Uh, let me look that up. Because I would have been like nine or 10, right? So I don't remember any of the advertising or anything like that. So I don't remember if it spoiled it and gave it away in the, in the, in the trailers or if you had to wait until the movie. But motherfucker, the first time you see Darth Maul. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so I was ten. The first time you see Darth Maul and the second blade comes out of the, the other end of the lightsaber. He became the coolest motherfucker oh, ever. That might have been the first time I got a boner in yeah. my entire life. Well, yeah. yeah it right. was so so sick. So it's funny you guys say that. Um you gotta watch the animated shows. Yeah, I've I, I've Star heard War, that Star Wars Rebels, Clone Wars. I've heard Clone Wars is just brilliant, and Bad I haven't Batch. had the. I need to because I'm sure it ties into some of the characters that we've seen mm-hmm. since then. And did you guys know that he's Scottish? Ray Parks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ray Park is just. He also plays Toad fantastic. in the first X Men movie. Yeah, he does. Oh. If you if you remember the scene where he's fighting Storm at the Statue of Liberty, he kicks up that bar and does that weird. Oh yes, pose. he was also that Snake makes sense. Eyes. Hmm? He was also Snake Eyes. Yeah, Snake Eyes in G- the GI Joe. Oh Rise yeah, of Cobra yeah, yeah. and Retaliation. So um yeah, the animated shows uh dive deep into um Maul. Uh, what's funny though is so they have. Star Wars Clone Wars, mm-hmm. which was um, 
a show that came out on Cartoon Network, and it was a, it was a cartoon animated show. Lasted, I think, about two seasons. And then they have Star Wars Clone Wars, which is the movie. Like, it was an animated movie, came out in theaters, mm-hmm. it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then they have Star Wars Clone Wars, which is the TV show. So they, they have like four or five iterations of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Yeah. So just dive into all this shit. But um, I want more Starkiller, honestly. Yeah. I want to see, man, if we don't get Cal Kestis in Mandalorian, I'm not saying this season, but if we don't get him by next season, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the, they have to, I feel like there's not enough, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn content just overall. What are you about to tell me? Okay, fuck. I'm I'm spoiling this for you. I don't give a shit. You haven't seen Obi-Wan, have you? No. At the end. It's like like they tease it throughout it, the whole show. Is it like a Qui-Gon Force Ghost? Yep. Fuck yeah. Whole uh, but but it's actually Liam Neeson yeah. rep- reprising it. It's not just like Oh, that's sick. Um no, they teased it throughout the whole show. Yeah. Like Obi-Wan's like trying to talk to Qui-Gon and and I need to know what what to do like and uh like at the very end Obi-Wan sees Qui-Gon in Force Ghost and it's incredible. That's great. It's so good. And I I love the fact that they um added scenes with um Hayden Christensen and mm-hmm. Ian McGregor as their younger selves. So like a, a short fight scene here, mm-hmm. um, Obi Wan hallucinating uh, Anakin, not Darth Vader, um, in the desert. Yep. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. I'm. T- I I got into like saying like the, these these fighting scenes, and I'm like, oh, I just I just love all the fighting scenes. There's all all sorts of good ways of of doing that. But I also I mean, I appreciate like the the traditional fighting scenes even though it's not really traditional when it's there's lightsabers involved but i also love the non-traditional stuff like we talked about with john wick like mm-hmm. the random other items but you know i was looking with ray park and i was kind of refreshing my memory do you guys know that he also made a cameo in fanboys yeah yes <laughs> i don't remember that and now i want to watch it again yeah that's I, the I, movie that was made that's like uh, we, we have to go and see episode one is that yeah, um, one of their friends has cancer. And That's so right. Like they do a road it's trip. A good movie, if his, I remember his right. His quote was, "Time for you to get mauled, boy." Amazing. Yeah, because uh, they, because they ran into Ray Park at a. If I remember right, they ran into guy. him at a at a convention. Yeah. No, at, no um, oh. he, he was a security guy at Skywalker Ranch. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They broke into Skywalker Ranch, and then uh, after they got caught, it, like they're like, "Oh, he has cancer." And like, he can come and see an early yes, version yes. of it. You know, yeah. you know, what's funny? That's not the first movie or show where I've seen Skywalker Ranch mentioned. Can you guys think of another one? I, it just so happens that I watched through this Skywalker show recently. Ranch. Oh, um, um, is it the one with uh, Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk? No. no, Big Bang Theory. I wondered if oh, it was Big Bang yeah. Theory. Because <laughs> yeah. they try to break in there. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. 
hot take. I don't even think it's a hot that hot of a take. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking hate Big Bang Theory. I think it's shit. I don't mind it. I, I hate that Look, show. I, I love I love me some Bernadette though. Oh of course well, yeah. You do. The boobies. She do be thick though. She do be thick. She's though. a shortcake. Yeah, she is. Yeah. What is a shortcake? Oh, a short girl with an short ass. Girl. I mean that too. Ah, that's good. Oh, what, wait. What? No, so I was just coming shortcake as yeah, as in short. But yeah, she probably has a butt too. I haven't looked. Yeah. She do. She do. Yeah. But she do. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> what's So I'm going to ask a question of what is a character that you think was hated on a lot, but you really enjoyed? I, besides Jar Jar. Besides Jar Jar. Yeah. Um, I, I know probably there was a lot of hate around little Leia. And how annoying she was. But I gotta love me a little sassy girl. Maybe that's because I think that that crying baby in the background is gonna <laughs> be like her, but you know. Little Leia. And Obi-Wan. Oh, okay. She's There's a little Leia, and she has a little... What's the robot's name? Uh, Lola. Lola, yeah. She has her own little, little robot. And um... she's just like... She will tell everyone her opinions, and she will do her own thing no matter what her adoptive parents say. I hated a char- hated character that I really liked Rose from For episode seven, eight, and nine. Yes, the, the, the Asian. Why? Why did she get so much hate again? I can't remember. Is it just uh, because people, of her? People thought her performance was shit. And Hashtag stop Asian hate. Also, also because <laughs> it was around the time. Oh, really? Asia- yeah, I was being it, an asshole. No, it was. No, it, it was around that time. Around that time too. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed her and her actions with Finn. Yeah. Yeah, Finn. See, oh, see, that's that's a really hard topic to to hit on because it's it's one of those things where it didn't seem like seven, eight, or nine knew where they were going because they did J.J. Uh, Abrams for seven, mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson for eight, oh, and true. then J.J. Abrams took helm again for nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of went wonky. It, it, yeah, it, it it all got fucked up. Sorry, where was no, the, where was the casino scene? Which one was episode that in? eight? Is that the one we went? And, was eight the one we went and dressed up for? Or was that nine? Nine. nine. Uh, so, so that was fun. Funny you mentioned that. The I think the thing that everyone hated more than anything was that scene. Yeah, what, it was the whole casino section, and uh, specifically, be- I don't know. For me, the reason why I hated it is they missed a fucking golden opportunity. Mm. I don't think I remember what you were saying. To. Rather than have like these weird alien horse race things or whatever, why didn't they do pod racing? Yeah. They should have. Like mm-hmm. underground pod racing. How cool of that. Have the been? only other time that pod racing is ever mentioned is in fucking Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And that's when Cobb Van is dri- is driving a fucking speeder bike made out of a fucking pod racer. Mm-hmm. And it makes no sense to me why they don't delve more i would love a spinoff show of it doesn't have to be um any mainline characters maybe job of the hut but i would love a spinoff show where it's just uh the pod, you know, ra- pod racer life yeah yeah different <laughs> characters from in, in pod racing that would be incredible it's the netflix show f1 drive to survive but it's pod racers yes. <laughs> that would be great i would love to see that it's presented as a documentary yes <laughs> dude uh, be fucking that's sick. a fucking gold mine okay I, I i have to sidetrack again what is the remember the kylo ren like goofy 
Oh, from SNL, where he's the fucking <laughs> Matt, it's the, the radar technician. Yeah, it's the undercover boss. <laughs> we saw someone dressed up as Matt <laughs> at Planet Comic Con, and we're like, "That's yeah. that's, that's so a good, good throwback. I love it." I also want to point out, and and this is something that's always bothered me. I just want to get it out there into the world. I hate that everyone hated, uh, hated the fact that Kylo Ren, um, interrogated Ray, and the whole idea was. What's Ray's lineage? Where'd she come from? Is she a Skywalker? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in episode eight, they had Kylo tell her, you're a nobody. You're nothing. You're whatever. And it seemed to be the direction that Ryan Johnson was going. And then they retconned that in nine. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, it's just Palpatine's granddaughter. And so it didn't make her special because the whole idea was anyone can be this thing but now that she's tied to a specific lineage mm-hmm. it, it defeats the purpose yeah the way i take <clears throat> episode 8 which makes episode 8 a good movie is the fact that and this is my own headcanon kylo was lying to her he was fucking with her head mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah granted that's probably not the direction that was going it's easily what could have yeah. been. Oh, I think it. I think it. He sows. He sows those seeds of doubt. Tells her that she is nothing and she is nobody. D- completely demoralizes her and 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 removes that confidence factor exactly. that she has. Exactly. Yeah. So he can break her down and inter and get in her head and interrogate her. So him telling her, "You're nothing. You're nobody. You want to know who you are? You are less than. Your parents didn't care about you. They dumped you off." To a, a slave labor, you know? Mm-hmm. What about you, Austin? What's your hated character that you actually love? Yeah. I'm not sure if I can think of any off the top of besides my head. Besides Jar Jar? Yeah, besides Jar Jar. <laughs> um, I, I get the I get the kid kid aspect of it. Yeah. Though. Like, I just didn't watch those movies when I was a kid, so. Let me ask you guys a question. So there's been, there's been nine episodes, right? Yeah. You want to do another, let's say you want to do another trilogy. Let's mm-hmm. say Disney's like, we love money and mm-hmm. we want another trilogy. Like the one for May 4th of next year? Do, is what? it next year? Is it next year? Hmm. What's what's coming out May the 4th? Is it next year or is it 2025? They are making more movies, um, but they're still focusing on like their TV shows. Mm-hmm. So there's, um, I, I think it's a movie, Acolyte. Oh, okay. Acolyte is a movie. Uh, Ahsoka's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do believe they're making another show based on the 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 Republic. Like back when it, it was in its height with Jedi and Sith being, mm-hmm. you know, in the thousands and stuff. I think they're making one called the High Republic or something like that. Uh, no, I was getting confused. I'm sorry. May fourth is of this year, and it's for Visions too. Oh yes, that's oh, what I was thinking of. Um, they, they were there's one, but they animated are saying, short in that the the art style looks insane, mm-hmm. almost kind of like um into the Spider Verse style oh, animation. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, but they are coming out with another movie. I just can't remember when on the timeline it said it was coming out, but it'll be another continuation of Ray. Oh yes, yeah, oh that's just right. They did announce that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All the all the Star Wars. Stuff, I think it were, takes place like five or ten years after Episode Nine. 
or something like that. The so. reason that I'm I'm asking, like, where would you go? Is I would go. I want to make sure I have my timeline correct, but I'm pretty sure it's but predates episode one. Mm-hmm. I really need to see. <laughs> I really need to see. Um, uh, Reven. Darth Revan, oh, Darth Revan from or, yeah Revan, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, yes, I would love that. And I, D- Revan and Malik. And I need to see yep. a particular actor as Revan. Who? Vin Diesel. Oh no, I'm thinking of Malik. My bad. Yeah. Who? It's like uh, Matrix. It's like John Wick. It's like Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Keanu Reeves would be a great Revan. Perfect. Yeah. I you know I, that was. Uh, when I went to Planet Comic Planet Comic Con my first time, I got one of the mystery box lightsabers, and you pay seventy five dollars, you get a lightsaber that's worth at least that much, if not more. Nice. And my all my other friends opened theirs first, and I was the last one. And mine ended up being one that was like the diamond like version, mm-hmm. so it has sound light effects the works the works Mm -hmm. uh you know 300 plus dollar lightsaber and it was darth revan's lightsaber and i was just like this is cool i know nothing about darth revan though because i haven't played knights of the old republic i I wanted to mention something real quick about knights of the old republic i remember playing through it and um you know it's a bioware game so of course you can romance characters um i remember uh the way I played it was really weird. And so and there wasn't any like makeout scene or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just when it happens, it's just a confirmation that, Hey, your character and this character has feeling for feelings for each other. Yeah. And that's it. I remember when it happened for me, wasn't anywhere in the middle of the game. Wasn't, wasn't in the beginning, nothing like that. It was in the fucking last moments of the game where I'm on the outside of a fucking spaceship walking across it. We're in spacesuits, and she's like, hey, I really like you. I'm like, bitch, we're in space. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine like a Star Wars version of Sims, which I feel like that would still almost be right up your sister's alley. Like, yeah, she loves she loves her some Sims. But that'd be uh, great. We're getting to the end of our hour, so I'll end with this. Favorite lightsaber. Dooku's. Dooku's is fucking great. Um, almost possibly uh Asajj Ventress's. My whole thing is I love uh the curved handle. Yeah, me too. Mm. Me I don't too. know why. It, there's just something really, really cool about that. <laughs> the pimp cane of <laughs> lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Heather? Oh, and you can't say Darth I'm, Maul. Yeah, that was one of the one. ones I was going to say. I mean, you could always go Cal's. Cal's is really cool. Mm-hmm. It's got that battle damage mm-hmm. type to it. I'm I'm a Mace Windu fan. I was going to say Mace Windu too. Mace Windu I mean, as well. It's purple. Come I am on. a purple loving ass Me bitch. Me too. I, you know. <laughs> including the ass bitch part. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I know we got a lot of hate. I love Kylo Ren's. I do the, too. The, yeah. the fucking cross guard yeah. on it. Yeah. I do too. It, it's stupid how everyone hates it. I don't know. Especially like when, especially when you have some like people having lightsaber tonfas. Like fuck you. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite weapon that is not a lightsaber? 
Oh, I, the Mandalorian's rifle. Pretty sick. Like, why does that thing have the power to disintegrate bodies? Mm-hmm. I also love Bo's like whip thing mm. that she has. I can't. I don't know exactly what it's called, but yeah, I can appreciate that. I'll go old school, and I know it's like a, a cop out answer, but Han Solo's blaster. I mean, yeah, that's. Cool. Did you ever see Solo? Han shot first. Uh, no, I haven't. With Which the, is funny because I'm such a fucking Donald Glover fan. Yeah, Donald Glover is Lando fucking crud. Dude, it, it hands down, that's going to be your favorite part of the movie is anytime yeah. Donald Glover's in it. So they show how Han gets his blaster in that. Oh, really? They show how he gets the Millennium so Falcon in it. Like, it feels very shoehorned, though. Yeah. But I can't, re- I can't remember if I've seen the solo movie. I'll have to go back i mean any, we can buy it so we can just say it's part of the collection oh yeah any uh any last star wars remarks before we wrap up don't let george lucas take control of the series don't let george lucas win <laughs> i i am at first i was very worried about disney taking ownership of star wars I really wasn't sure where that was going to go, but honestly, they have gotten to broaden the Star Wars universe more than it ever has been before mm-hmm. and, and and done it in, in very fantastic ways. And I have to say, even including some really hilarious people that some that I would expect in the, in the universe, some that I wouldn't like seeing that Jack Black and Lizzo we're in one of the last episodes mm-hmm. of The Mandalorian and Christopher Lloyd. It was it was just fun. Christopher Lloyd I, looked fucking great. I don't uh, watch The Mandalorian. I've, I've seen the first season. I need to catch up, but I saw pictures and he looks marvelous. Keep in mind, he was in Nobody. Mm-hmm. He was. He, he was Doc oh, he Brown with was. shotguns. <laughs> he was in Nobody. I loved that um, movie too. I I want to see a live action version of Starkiller. Like I, I, I want too. I want more yeah. expanded on that. But did you see someone recently did fan art of uh, Sam Witwer as a live action Darth Maul? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Bro, here I'll I'll have her pass it down to you. Oh my! Yeah, that looks sick. Those eyes can burn into my soul anytime. All right, calm down. Yes, Sith Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>